pro wrestling talk from the four corners of parts unknown. This is That Wrestling Podcast. It is the number one podcast in North Bergen, New Jersey. Welcome to That Wrestling Podcast. I am the general, Jason Marchuka, with me always as Kevin Cox, Brian Christie, and Joe. Every week we start the show the same. What are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing today, today? What are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing today? All right, Joe, we'll start with you. What are you wearing? Uh, with all the news that's coming up later in the episode, I figured I'd give one last run to NXT. And what's funny about my shirt is on the back it says... The future is now. Future is now. What future do they have? We don't Ooh, know. Good tease. So I went with something topical this week. NXT logo. The future is now. And Brian, what about you? I also went topical because now we're going to the fifth labor of Jericho. Jericho somehow overcame Wardlow with MJF as the referee. Oh, wait, sorry, Jim Ross, that didn't happen. Well, my bad, my bad. <laughs> Idiot. Well, we Idiot. go back to happier times, MJF, Jericho, La Dinner, Debonair. Oh, it's so good. So I went a little sentimental today. True story, the very first pro wrestler I ever met was Soul Train Jones, a.k.a. Virgil, when I was a kid. There was a wrestling show that came to my school, my high school. And then uh, I went and sure enough, I met this guy who was dressed like Apollo Creed from Rocky Four, And it was Soul Train Jones later <laughs> becoming Virgil. Virgil now known for his love for the Olive Garden and his sign that he puts up behind his table at conventions. I've got Virgil wrestling superstar, my t-shirt for the week. And that is what I'm wearing. Kevin, bring us home. I, uh, uh, ex-Minnesota Golden Gopher. We're going to get into right. Olympic oh. Olympic gold oh. not, champion. Not that, not that Gopher. <laughs> no. Gable Stevenson. We'll get into him in a little bit. Uh, I was going through my, my all my shirts. And I was like, what haven't I worn before? And it's kind of hard to memorize. So I started going through my emails when I have to message Jay each week for the what are you wearing, you know, uh, socials. And I was like, you know what? I don't think I've worn this shirt in about two years. <laughs> and it's got <laughs> a huge, huge hole on the bottom and a hole in the armpit. But I'm wearing the Beast Incarnate Brock Lesnar extremely scary shirt my son used to be scared about when he was about two, two and a half years old. So I'm repping Brock tonight. Uh, and if you want to pick up a That Wrestling Podcast shirt, go to whatamaneuver.net, search That Wrestling Podcast. You can pick up the logo shirt. You can also pick up the Bruise Neck shirt. And don't forget to follow on social media at that WrestlePod, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, where you can uh, see the videos that we've been posting since the beginning. We've got about 40 videos up right now, full episodes. We've got show clips. We've got extras. We've got Bruise Next and more. Just make sure, make sure to subscribe and click the notifications bell so you don't miss out when we post a new video on YouTube. So it's been... Uh, you know, the hard thing about doing a podcast on a Thursday is when stuff happens over the weekend, it takes a few days for us to talk about it. Now, last Friday, 
uh, right around the time SmackDown was on, NXT released 12 talents. Now, um, just a quick yes or no as I say these names. You can say, you know, do you know who these people are? <laughs> just a yes or a no, and then I'll just go on to the next one. Giant Zangier. Yes or no? No. 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 Ari Sterling. Kind of. No. Heard of heard of person. Yeah. Don't know if it's a man or a woman, but no. <laughs> Kona Reeves. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that guy's been fired, I think, three times. <laughs> yeah, he's like a At, meme. Like, Asher Hale. No. Great kind name, no. but I've never heard of him. Now, yeah. Tyler Rust, of course, just yes. debuted mm-hmm. with Diamond Mine. Uh, WWE PC talent, Zechariah Smith. No. 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 I didn't even know Stephen A. Smith worked for the WWE, but he was let go too. <laughs> Referee Stephen Smith. I saw and that. Then, yeah. And then, <laughs> I mean, it's preposterous. I can't believe <laughs> <Yeah>. it. Unbelievable. <laughs> and then, of course, there, the surprises that we all know, my guy, Leon <laughs> Ruff. I oh, think he was Ruff fired Riders. again for like the second or third time. But <laughs> Rough Riders, you know, we'll be all right. We'll be all right. Yeah. Um, Mercedes Martinez. Jake Atlas, Bobby Fish, and Bronson Reed. Now, yeah. this th- th- those last five were a bit of a surprise. <clears throat> and what do you guys think about the releases? We'll start with Kevin. Uh, I know you mentioned, you know, Mercedes, Mercedes Martinez. She never did anything for me. Jake Atlas, I think, is the best thing he did. He fought L.A. Knight the one time, and he looked really good. Like, uh looks looks like a million bucks like big guy can move i i see the say the only one i i will miss is probably bronson reed no again nothing against fish he was definitely the the least and like the the weak link of the undisputed era right of all the guys mm, uh I but disagree. i i think i, I would think say Lee, i would say lesser known less okay lesser known he did have a really good mustache i will say that uh in, in Leon Ruff, he had some really good matches against Swerve. Outside of those matches, you know, he got his, his butt kicked a lot. Bronson Reed is the one that sucks because I feel like Bronson, you know, they're they're pushing to want to make main event stars. I feel like a little bit more in NXT, he, he could have went and, and done something on the main event roster. Bronson's the biggest one. You know who he just the other day reminded me of? Bam Bam Bigelow. A big guy who was like surprisingly agile. He really had that down. And, and I agree with you guys thinking that he had a big, big future. Well, remember in, ta- in one of the last future. takeovers, he had Bam Bam inspired gear. You know what? You're right. I forgot about that. And good call. Good call. I talked about the uh, Comic-Con at Home panel that uh, happened a couple weeks ago. They are making a Bronson Reed elite figure in the Bam Bam gear. I don't know mm-hmm. if that'll get scrapped now or not, but uh yeah he was the one and that gear was awesome and great comparison what else do you any uh, yeah. any other thoughts about these well f- fish again is one that uh yeah maybe the the of the four you go okay i guess it had to be that guy but you know it's one of those for me that kind of hold out hope that sometime down the road they could get back together it's like oh well that doesn't look like that's gonna happen you just um, don't want to buy another shirt. That's all. I know. I know. I know what you're. Doing. I'm waiting for you the blue you, shirt after the. You don't red. like the. You don't like the. What are you wearing? Segment. You yeah. Just, yeah. I guess. Yeah. 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 Something like that. Um. And I'll miss. I miss Leon Ruff. 
Um, we'll always remember when he won the North American title and they wrapped it around his waist and it fell to the floor. That was amazing. Really talented guy. I felt like he got his ass kicked every week. He was so small compared to everybody else. I, I wish him nothing but the best, man. Hope, uh, hope he uh, continues on with his career. What about you, Joe? I'm bummed. Uh, I was very upset about obviously Bronson Reed, but Bobby Fish too, because I I have to disagree with Kevin. I think the weak link of the undisputed era was Roderick Strong. He just had no personality compared to it. Bobby Fish was like the let's just say the elder statesman, the father figure of the group. He was the one who basically, when they were all getting out of control, he kept them together. That's what I always looked at him as, and I always go back to. Uh, riddle going like how many fish can bobby fish whatever whenever he did that line (laughs) i was also leon ruff i get but i don't get i get because they already had drake maverick in the role of the small underdog and he's already been canned and brought back you don't see a lot of support for leon ruff because of the fact that they already have drake maverick there so as much as we loved seeing drake I mean, sorry, Drake. I, I still like seeing Drake Maverick, even though he keeps everyone around him gets uh, canned. Much we love seeing Leon Ruff be in the North American Championship with it around his ankles and Triple yeah. H pointing to him. <laughs> I, it, it was, he had his moment. So he was a good en- enhancement talent. I'm bummed for him, but it is what it is. You know, they were smart to do it on a Friday. Um, oh, yeah. By the time Monday rolled around, I mean, look, we were texting about it on the weekend and then we just stopped talking about it. And the only reason we're talking about it now is this is our first show back since it happened. Um, Dave Meltzer uh, reported that Triple H and HBK had nothing to do with the releases, that it was Vince McMahon, John Laurinaitis, and Bruce Pritchard. This is the beginning of uh, of the change from the super indie that NXT is, and it's going back to becoming a developmental. And... This is from Meltzer, quote, to find younger, bigger guys that could main event WrestleMania is what this is. The new NXT is going to look like. And then uh, one last thing from Meltzer. The wording is no more midgets, no one starting in their 30s and people who can be box office attractions and main characters, which could mean call ups are happening soon. And uh, we will get into the call ups a little bit later in the five count. And then one last thing I saw today, which I found interesting, on WWE.com, if you go to the Superstars link, it used to be sorted out by shows. Not anymore. It's just all one huge group of talents, but it's not just wrestlers. It also has like the dot-com talents like Ryan Popola and Matt Camp. So, you know, maybe they're just trying to make it one big roster not necessarily on the TV shows because of the brand split, but weird things like that on the website I found very interesting. Um, Because of all this and these changes, it led to a little incident in our group chat between me and Joe. Let me read (laughs) the text. I can't wait to hear this. (laughs) Yeah, Brian, Brian, you were in it. (laughs) Yeah, Brian, you're in the group text. And then that was like a week ago. He's like, today. What the hell are you guys talking about? No idea. Yep. And it's uh, Joe and I, not me and Joe. Sorry, I had to be the grammar police there. Shut up, dick. Anyway, (laughs) uh, this is from Joe. This Joe starts it. I'm guessing the meeting with Cole didn't go well. 
Time to revamp NXT. Ciampa, which you spelled wrong, Gargano, and Dunn are next. Out with the old, focus on the new. And then I responded with, no way those guys get cut. Six-pack bet, question mark. Um, Joe responded, why don't they focus on fixing what's broken, and in quotes, raw, not what's working, in quotes, NXT. Six-pack bet says those three are gone by 2022. So if any of these guys are still with WWE by January 1st, you win. And then I specified, gone by released by WWE. Not contract expire, not ask for release. Joe, do you really think Gargano, Ciampa, and Pete Dunne are going to be gone by January 1st? Now, I'm giving you till the Rumble, a little bit, three-week extension. Oh. But do you, did you really <laughs> think a nice those guy. three are going to be gone? <laughs> not Gargano anymore because of the news that happened uh, yesterday with his <laughs> – his Candice LeRae is expecting a baby by February. They're not going to release him before the baby is born. Uh, They didn't with Mike and Maria. They waited till after the baby was born and they gave him an extension. So I don't think Johnny Gargano is going to be released. Pete Dunn. That means I win the six pack bet. No, 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 not yet. I said, no, it doesn't mean that because the wrench got thrown into it. They're not going to release. If they're a not going to release Johnny Gargano you can, by the Royal Rumble, I win. No, you can pick three. someone else. It, no, you can pick someone else. No, to, no. there Kevin, was no contingency Brian. about knocking up Candice you know, yeah, Joe, Joe, that's life, brother. That's life. We know you can't play on Jim. that. Yeah, we can. I don't think so, man. I, I There's decide. no pregnancy contingency here, man. Yeah. Kevin, I, you, you're if, the good guy on this one. What do you think? He knows I'm right. I Look at how he's turning right. I'm siding with Jay. I can't I'm hear you. My microphone is broken. <laughs> I, <didn't Yeah>. <laughs> ah. I okay. It it does it does suck with that news. I but, I will keep it's our in writing. In there. It's in get, writing. The bet was no? made. It, has prior. it been notarized? <laughs> yeah. And Johnny Johnny is a family to support. Yeah. Here's the thing. Uh, I even said today too. Once the news came out, and I'm like, well, there's no way they're going to release him by, and I don't want any of them to go. Let's make it clear. I don't want to see anyone you get fired. You put it into the world, bro. I, I you love did this. NXT. If they I get don't released, want it this to is happen. all on you. Really? You put They're it to the like, world. Yeah. We, got, we got Joe Laurinaitis over here on the show. Slashing <laughs> <laughs> <Listen, laughs> budgets. Listen, kid, you had a good run. But you can't have it. Have it. <laughs> it's kind of so, stone cold, but throat. it's okay. It's kind of stone cold. <laughs> that hurts my throat after a while. But no, anyway, there is no way they release Gargano, Ciampa, or Pete Dunne. Extend Johnny till WrestleMania backlash of fire. <laughs> well, that wasn't the bet, so I win. No, but if, I, it, I'm th- is, is the bet up to the point of Rumble or after Rumble? No, I, after. Joe, Joe said originally January 1st. I said January 1st. But because I'm such a great guy, I You sound like it Rumble. right now. <laughs> no, to the Rumble or through the Rumble. Through the rumble. No, number 15. At the Kevin, rumble. That's when it's done. Yeah. Okay, so if, if so, 17 so Gargano, gets into the ring. So Gargano can right. compete in the rumble and then get released, and then it was yes. Then Joe I just, they, they, none of them are gonna be not all three will won't leave anyway, so it's not gonna be Champa said Champa said he will not go to the main roster, he'll retire. Pete yep. Dunn is too valuable. 
whether to NXT or even back to NXT yeah. UK. We saw what happened on TV this week. Him and Walter got in each other's face. But it was just the fact that Joe was so quick to fire off that text that because of these potential you know, right, changes fine. to NXT. Here we go. I'll, I don't want it to happen. I actually want to lose this bet. But let's just say this. I'll let it go. Whatever. But I get to pick the beer based on my attitude towards this bet. No. Head that doesn't make the, sense. Head for head. the mountains of Bush beer. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy. It should, the, I thought Bush it was apple was actually the, pretty good. I wanted uh, to try that, yeah. Okay, fine. I'll think of something more natty. Beer kings. Light. No, man, I get to pick. That's the whole point of the bet. No, but, uh, I'll, I'll think of the champagne of beer. <laughs> was that? Is that MGD? Miller High Life. Miller High Life. Uh, oh, man. you. We're going to sidetrack the beer. Have you guys drank any random new beers as of late? Kevin, I know you have one in your glass. I have. I'm gl- drinking in your glass. Oktoberf- I, it's Oktoberfest time coming up. So uh, in about a month, less than a month, first annual Coxtoberfest takes place. So... I'm uh, enjoying a nice Oktoberfest. <laughs> and anyone Do who you listens wanna... to the pod is invited. Yeah, Come on, on, Come on down. Yeah. You want to put your address we, out there? We got Fozzie playing. <laughs> no, that's an on Angola, Fozzie Bear on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> waka waka. <laughs> and you bought like 500 beer glasses, right? Uh, we stopped after 40 because we were like, Come on. Uh, <laughs> you know, came up just short. This, this, this could get a little, little out of uh, broken glass in the yard. So we're going to buy 500 koozies. So ah. if you guys you can't make it, I'll send some in the mail. Not a that six pack, be- but I'll at least send you some koozies to go with one of your six packs that one of you will win. That'll be mine. That will be mine. <laughs> I might, I might, since I'm such a nice guy, I might actually bring you a six pack for AEW uh, All Out. Just make sure it's wow. something I like. Oh shit! But if I win, then it has, then I just get a, get another one back, so it doesn't matter. But you're not gonna win. Oh you no, just... I'm not. I was angry. Yeah, angry. Emotion. It happens. Why don't go you back well, to? You know what? If you want to know about emotions during a podcast or during our time, go back to the archives and I'll watch any or listen to any of Jason's uh, rants about anything. You know, emotion comes into play, especially on Crown Royal nights. It's better here. This is what you guys should do: keep keep the bet as is, but make a double or nothing side bet. So no. if Jay wins both, he'll get a twelve, or if he loses, it's a zero. Nah, I'll take my I'll take my six. I will take my six. Um, moving on. NXT television. I don't really remember anything great happening from it. So unless you guys got something, we're gonna move on. Was her name there was a there was a person I never saw before? Is her name Gigi? Gigi uh, Donlin was yeah, Priscilla she, Kelly on the Indies. Okay. She is an she is an amazing Marilyn Manson knockoff entrance. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that's Dustin yeah, yeah. CW. That's, that's exactly. Yep. Yep. Hundred um, percent. When Gigi Donlin was Priscilla Kelly, she was in a match. It's something called Suburban Fight Club, which is essentially wrestling in a bar with no ring. Uh, it happened in Los Angeles, and her move that she did that got went viral. She pulled a bloody tampon out of her vagina and oh, stuck it in I her opponent's that. face. One, that's one other quick funny thing on NXT. Tying into the whole Gargano, he won't get released because him and LaRae are pregnant. 
Indian Dexter had their first date. Oh, did yeah. You, did you, did you <laughs> catch how Candace was going to India? She was getting ready. Like, do you have protection? And she's like, I got these. I'm protected. <laughs> and what do you know? The next day we find out Candace is pregnant. She knew what she was talking about there. Besides uh, the main event of NXT, which we can all agree was pretty awesome. The yeah. thing that stuck out to me was they're calling it the undisputed finale. Yeah, and that ties into some Adam Cole news. You know, we, we oh, talked about yeah. last week, and we will get into a little bit of Adam Cole later. But the, the story that I heard read today, they offered him a million dollars base salary plus incentives and bonuses. And I don't know what's going to happen. And, you know, we'll, we'll talk more about He's the next two. You think? We'll get into my five count later. Six pack bet. <laughs> <laughs> That's more of a, a one twelve ounce can bet. Uh, so um, this is something new. We're gonna give it a try and see how it goes. Um, three of us are into the Marvel movies, and one of us isn't because he probably likes DC. Um, <laughs> they have a new show on Disney Plus called What If. So uh, we're going to do our own version of what if. And next Friday, I don't know if you heard, AEW Rampage is in Chicago. And there are talks that CM Punk is supposed to debut. What if CM Punk debuts at Rampage, but as an announcer, not a wrestler? Oof. Oof. I don't like it. That's going to be rough. I, 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 I think the, the crowd would be yeah that would be terrible don't they have enough of uh xwwe guys as announcers wait would that be a five person <laughs> announced team then i don't but know yeah, I just, yeah, mark, would. mark henry Taz, I can jericho <laughs> well no, you can don Callis can't well, There's I don't think Jericho's one... going to be there every week. I, I think no. the Jericho thing was just for the debut. Mm. Uh, and if they're going to do four, why not CM Punk? Because, well, I mean, listen, remember he had that stint on Raw doing commentary? And he, I was, think he, so was, good. he was so good. He was good. Not saying and... he wouldn't be good at it, but I'm sorry. The, the, the bubbling up of anticipation for this guy to return to the wrestling ring... The ring, no. not the announcer table, the no. ring is at a fever pitch. Anything less than him going into the ring for a match is <clears> going to be big thumbs down. I think it would be the best in the world to do it because everybody wants it. And uh, I don't know. All right, let's go this round. What if CM Punk debuts as announcer, but Daniel Bryan debuts on the same show as a wrestler. I'm still upset over Punk being an announcer. <laughs> hey, hey, I'll, I'll go. I'll go. I'll give. I'll, okay, or I'll do the the Orange Cassidy like that. <laughs> with with That's thumbs up. You're in. I, You're in. I, I I give thumbs up for part of it. I I think my I think I would be more disappointed just for the CM Punk more, and it would make the Daniel Bryanson show up just not. Daniel I'm open. Bryanson. Or Daniel Bryan. I hope that's Wait, his are name. you Sean Ross Sapp? <laughs> I mean, you can't it's say his, his name. Next name. Right? It's his next name. Daniel Bryanson. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I, like- I was 
This but, is what I think would happen. It would be like if CM Punk comes to AEW as an announcer, it would be like when he showed up on WWE backstage. And then the next week, the ratings went up and waited for him to talk. And then afterwards, he was just basically talking about shows and was on sporadically, and the ratings went down. That's what would happen if CM Punk is just a an announcer. No one's going to care about him being behind the desk. They want to see I him I don't believe the that. The anticipation for Punk on backstage was insane. I was one of them. I, mean, too, I, I loved it. watching it. And I didn't watch when he wasn't on. But just to have CM Punk affiliated with AEW, I feel like Tony Khan would uh, go there. No? Better I, I to be think, affiliated than not at all? Brian? I, I, feel like, I feel like it's been built, uh, built up too much for that. You know, if it if you remember back on the backstage show, he just came out, you know, it was like Renee kind of said, and we've got a special guest next week and then called a personality hit. And it was like, oh, my God, no one saw that coming. This has been built up now. Yeah. Yeah. Paige went nuts. Samoa Joe went like I used to wrestle you. Um, (laughs) So this has been built up for probably about a month now. The the rumor has been um, that he was in talks with a wrestling company again. I just don't see anything less again than him getting into the ring being what the fans would want. And I just, even though I'm sure it would be good in the end, it's just not, it's not, it's been built too much for that. So he has been doing commentary for uh, cage fighting championships, which is a, a lower level MMA group that run on UFC fight pass. And he does great at it. He shows up in episode three of heels this season uh, Sunday night, it debuts on Stars, and he is in episode three. Uh, there was a fun video that was out earlier this week about him. Somebody asked him, you know, where is he going to be next Friday in Chicago? And he's like, well, and something about a paper calendar Joe was shaming him for. And <laughs> he said, I think we're doing a screening or whatever. But I don't know. I have a, I just feel like have, being affiliated with him in any capacity is better than not being affiliated with him. Now, of course – I have nothing to, to – I just thought it was a, was a fun little what-if game, and maybe we'll do it from time to time, but uh, let us know what you think on social media at that. Russell Pod, Kevin, what do you, you had something you wanted to add before we move I on? I was. What, what if you merge those both together? What if he's kind of like Jericho where he announces and wrestles, CM Punk does a merge of both? Then you get CM Punk on the microphone, which he's amazing at, calling matches – doing the commentary, but also goes into the ring and does so, what we've all been waiting for. So that, you're going to get the, get the two big thumbs up. Give me a third thumb somewhere. <laughs> so you're going to get, so you're going to get Paul. White. Uh, I don't know. Does, does I, anyone I else know. think his AEW theme is a complete ripoff or is this sung by the same guy who did? Well, it's the big show. I have no <laughs> idea. Well, is it Jim Johnson? Listen, Listen to it next. I don't know. I doubt it. But listen I heard to it bits next and time. Pieces. I heard yeah. bits and pieces, and it was like, "Here comes Paul White. Uh, he's no more BS." Like I, yeah. I couldn't understand wow. what they were saying, but it had the same beat, and I'm like, "Come on!" Interesting. Interesting. So, talking about AEW, to me, there was only one thing worth mentioning, and that was Britt Baker's entrance. Now. I feel that what they did for her last night in, or Wednesday night in Pittsburgh should be done every time. Every arena 
she should get the Cody entrance. She's the face of AEW. Cody's retired or dead or whatever the hell. He doesn't need that entrance right now. It Having her, of course they did it because it was her hometown, but I just feel like that is big. It felt big. It, it, it felt worthy of the champion, and it needs to be in every city. Now, we all watched. Um, I think Kevin was the only one that didn't watch live, right? Uh, I, I watched bits and parts today, fast-forwarded uh, through a little bit here and there of, like, matches I wasn't 100% with, but, yeah, I didn't watch live last night. And, you know, Brian, you had a great response today to her getting to throw the first pitch out at the Pirate game. Uh, quote, plenty of great seats available close by oh because the Pirates <laughs> suck. It was like a the one Pir- o'clock game on a Thursday. And hey, there was 47 the, people there. The clip of her and Shivani like, were kind of in the second level. And, yeah, there was no one in the stands. I was like, oh. I tagged the Pirates, too. I don't know if they've banned me on Twitter, but we'll find <laughs> it out. was well-deserved. We'll Thoughts on Baker's entrance? Her promo was badass. She looked great. Any thoughts on Britt Baker from last night? We'll start with you, Joe. Nikki Ash, take notes. That's how a champion's supposed to talk. Ah, great call. Great call. Kevin? She just looks great. I think uh, it's just it's crazy on how how just more confident she seems like just for chasing the belt. And I don't want – I'm more interested – since she's been champion in that women's division, and I think we could probably all agree to that, uh, than anything before. She makes that division, and honestly, outside of two or three more other women, maybe four or five, it's not that deep. Six, six or seven. Or seven. That's okay. That's okay. She doesn't One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, it's, twelve. It's because twelve women. <laughs> she's gold. She's gold. Britt Baker is the only thing worth look, yeah. watching on the, for the women's division. I'm so like, you know, with these releases that have happened, hopefully some of those WWE cast offs will end up in the women's division. But uh, Brian, thoughts on Britt Baker before we move on? So, what I liked about it probably the most was I think it was the week prior. She was cutting a promo and it was, it was the promo that Red Velvet interrupted her. The promo, even though the crowd absolutely loved her, was a heel promo and red velvet comes out and hardly anybody cares. And so it was okay. If I'm, if I'm taking this in as a fan, I'm supposed to not like Britt Baker and I'm supposed to root for red velvet. Well, they didn't even try that. And I was glad that they didn't cause I didn't want her to come into her hometown and basically say like, I'm too good for you, Pittsburgh. Well, it's Britsburg now, you know, they didn't go that route. They didn't, make believe that red velvet was this baby face that the fans are behind. That was called common sense. And sometimes the show on Monday doesn't have a lot of the common sense that I as a fan enjoy. So everything was great, but that part really stuck out to me was they're not going to play the part where she's a heel. No, she's the most over woman and baby person in the company. But the real question, the final question about Britt Baker to you, Kevin, Yes. Did you did you buy the shirt? Oh no, I haven't bought it. You shirt. did say with well, Baker wins the title, I will buy I the do. shirt. So you have not maybe, bought the maybe shirt I'll, yet. Maybe I'll get that and then uh, uh, a get a towel M- too. I think I just saw before we started. I think MDK MDK forty percent off deal or something on on uh, pro wrestling tees. 
Oh, he has a store now. I, I, I saw something pop up on my, I still rock out my hotmail. So it popped uh, up in my lower right-hand corner. It's like MDK all day, 40% off. Uh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So, you know, they had that summer sale last week on pro wrestling tees three different times. I tried to place an order of about $150 and I got bounced out every time. And after the third time I was like, fuck it, I'm done. I don't have time to deal with this. So, uh, uh, homage. I almost bought. They they put up ten new Bret Hart t shirts today. And I told you, Kevin, you love Bret Hart. Did you buy any of the new? I, Bret I have Hart? not even looked at the site yet. I saw the text, and I have not even looked at the site yet. Have you seen them? Are they sweet? Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. They've got this sweet one, uh, Bret Hart and the British Bulldog from SummerSlam '92. So cool. I almost pulled the trigger, but uh, I didn't. And I'm curious how how much do your wives hate? Uh, because of this shirt thing, Kevin, I know you pretty much buy the most. Laura, she was you. she was wearing a Bret Hart shirt all oh. night tonight. So I was like, oh, wait, you want to be on? Uh, uh... Put on the podcast. What are you wearing? Nope, just, gives her, get, just gives my wife an excuse to more, buy more Disney stuff. Brian, your wife hate me. Well, you don't even participate in it. You just wear the same seven shirts every year. I got I got the show podcast shirt eventually for my birthday, so I'm, <laughs> I'm covered for a couple of weeks at least. Ah, all right, all right. And, Kevin, and are you and looking? Heads up, I I thought it was pro wrestling tees. Nope, I got an email directly from mdkallday.com. Uh, no idea what that? that like clicked on. Um, <laughs> No idea, but there's a sweet murder, death, kill, and Gage, uh, huge Nick Gage face. It is crazy when you think about it. A couple months ago, I didn't even know who the dude was. Like, Dark Side comes out, and outside of a few people, you know, he's he's truly like one of the hottest things in wrestling. It's it's sweet. And Jay, well, we'll get to see him in a week. He he's gonna be at the GCW show next Friday in Vegas. They haven't announced his opponent yet. So I um, did. They announced it today. It's a, a it? six. It's a six man. Him and a tag team. I have no idea who they are. Versus three guys. I have no idea who they are. It's probably the four four zero guys. They're going against. Yes, that's why you come to this four, show for all the latest breaking so news. It's, it's, it's Nick. Yes, it's Nick Gage. Nick Gage and, and two and other guys. The tag team versus those. Uh, the team that you just mentioned. It's probably G Raver, Nick Gage, and I don't know who the third one would be. Well, we, but we uh, know they're guys and not women, apparently. So we, we we're well, there's women fighters the, in GCW. Oh, I know, in, but in, but you said in, they were guys. So, oh, so that's why I'm at least we're narrowing well, it down a little. Well, we can get into GCW next week uh, a little bit when we do our SummerSlam preview show, but uh, we don't talk a lot about New Japan, and uh, I'm only talking about it because uh, tomorrow, if you're listening to this on Friday. Tomorrow, I'm going to the New Japan Resurgence show at the L.A. Coliseum in California. It's a pretty stacked card. Uh, it's on fight, 20 bucks, uh, 8 p.m. Pacific, which would be 11 Eastern, but you can always watch it on demand, and it is a great stacked card. Uh, Lance Archer and Tanahashi are fighting for the IWGP U.S. title. Uh, oh. Archer just won it you know, a couple weeks ago from Moxley. A guy that just showed up on Impact lately that I'm really starting to get into, Jay White and David Finley have a match. Uh, there's a Japan guy. I don't know much about him, Ishii. He's just this big, thick dude. Uh, him and Moose, another just big, thick dude from Impact. Um, the Good Brothers against John Moxley and a surprise partner. Oh. Now, I have no – I mean, 
pe- most people would probably think it's Eddie Kingston. I don't know who the surprise partner is. Uh, I mean, it's, I would not be surprised if it's somebody from Japan. I would love to see Okada, just to say I saw Okada live. Uh, but I, you know, I have no idea. Also on the card, Leo Rush is making his return. Oh, uh, Brody King, Chris Dickinson, TJP, Fred Rosser, AKA uh, Darren Young, and more. Like I said, it's on the Fight app. We don't talk much about New Japan. I don't know anything about New Japan, but it was just one of those things. I wanted to go see it. It's at the LA Coliseum, which you know, legendary venue. Uh, so go check that out. And then uh, before we get into our five count. Uh, Brian last week was like jizzing in his pants about the potential of Gable Stevenson and his uh, gold medal match happening the next morning after we record. But the first question is, Brian, did you get up early and did you watch the match? So I determined I couldn't watch it. I do not have the Olympic channel was what it was on. I downloaded the app, but I still couldn't get it. So I was live following on Twitter with two, two wrestling accounts that I found were doing like play by play. So I was in bed refreshing like every 45 seconds. That's, that was the extent of it. And well, he, he did win the gold he medal. Did. He did. Two takedowns. Yeah. Two takedowns in 18 seconds. And then he wins the gold medal in wrestling. And this week he has won the gold medal in online trolling. Brian, give us the story. You know, the phrase, the hottest free agent in wrestling or in the, in the world is thrown around a lot. And he is making that play. So Gable is 21. I'm guessing he finished his junior year at Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So his options are he could go back for his senior year. But then lo and behold, on Twitter, he tags at Dana White with the hand high emoji. All right, little MMA tease. Two days later, <laughs> he tags the Vin Man, Vince McMahon, with the <laughs> high emoji. I followed up with that with uh, the favorite <laughs> clip I've seen of <laughs> a- AJ-, AJ Styles rising from the boneyard with his hand up, holding a little sign. <laughs> Such good shit. Thank you to the 76 or so people who liked that, uh, that tweet. I appreciate it. Um, he's, he's doing the rounds. He was on the Pat McAfee show. He was on part in my take and they're talking about what was your next move? And even some NFL talk. Cause they feel like wrestling, his skills can translate. It's really going to be interesting to see. It sounds like he's going to have his choice wherever he goes. Um, I made the, the case last week that he's WWE bound. His brother is in NXT. He's got a great relationship with triple H and the company already. Uh, I would think he would have more money with that than UFC, at least to start. Um, but you know what? He's a guy who really can, you know, blank check. He can do whatever he wants. Maybe he'll even go back to school, which is a surprising move, but anything's possible. Well, can with that new rule that college athletes can be paid, can he go yep. back and make a shit ton of money? Absolutely. Yep, exactly. I, know Bart, I know Barstool has been sponsoring athletes. Yes. I think Pat McAfee's on that train. Yep. So, uh, t- this week on Daniel Cormier's show, DC and RC, Ryan Clark uh, wants him to go to the UFC. Daniel Cormier thinks he should go to the WWE first, like Brock did. Be- make a ton of money, become a household name, and then go into uh, mixed martial arts. So what do you want to happen, Brian? I mean, 
we're, you know, in, in two years at WrestleMania 40, we're not going to remember that five count. I'll remember it. What do you want it? What do you want him to do? I, I want him to go WWE. I do. Um, yeah, I, I just think, and it's 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 apples to oranges of collegiate wrestling with the the professional wrestling, right? But you can see his athletic ability for being a pretty big guy, for being an Olympic heavyweight. I think the story is right there. He's talked about it in his interviews how he's a Paul Heyman guy. So you get mm-hmm. Paul if, if Paul if Paul you know wants to give you the rub, then you know he's going to be a big deal. I I'd love to see it. Um, obviously if he goes UFC, that's going to be cool as well. But I'm I'm hoping he goes WWE. Only time will tell. We'll just have to wait and see what happens. Now, earlier in the show, we were talking about NXT, the releases and the change that is making them essentially going back to developmental. And uh, for this week's five count, call-ups are inevitable, apparently. So we're going to talk about the five people we want to see brought up to the main roster and how they make their debut. That Wrestling Podcast presents The Five Count. NXT is changing. Call-ups are inevitable. We'll start with you, Kevin. What five talents do you want to see go to the main roster, and how do you want to see them debut on Monday or Fridays? This might be the fastest five count one of us will do. And I'll get to the point at the end. I'm going to say the number, say the name, and, and you'll, you'll pick it up pretty soon. By the way, through this, it's going to uh, solidify that Jay will win the six-pack bet, by the way. Uh, number five, he said he will never go to the main roster. He will retire before he does. But I do believe Tommaso Ciampa will join the main roster and I'll get to that in a second. No, Number you got to tell us now. That no, 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 no. no. The- no. You, you, you'll, you'll see. You'll see. Okay. Right. Number four, Johnny Gargano. Number three, Pete Dunn. Number two, they're <laughs> they're number two. They're teasing it. Kyle O'Reilly, and number one, Adam Cole. Okay, and they'll be called the Vanilla Midgets. They will be. <laughs> No, and, and I was thinking about this. I'm like, okay. And, and, I, and I, only went, I only went with the US, <laughs> I only went with the U, US NXT because I really want Walter. I know that it's so easy to pick Walter. I don't know their their vision of, of NXT UK yet, right? And aren't they making, uh, 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 is it in Japan where they want to make it? They're talking about they're India. Talking, yeah, like, Triple H wants to have performance centers everywhere, but so let's. I was thinking of their, their, the three biggest, right? The two biggest, Tommaso and, and Gargano. And then Pete Dunn. he's trimmed up so much. He's, he's, he's dedicated his body to, to, to NXT. Uh, and, and they're playing us with those best two out of three falls. I think they form as a five-team faction, all show up at the same time, kind of like a Nexus-type situation. Nexus- was born from NXT and not saying they're going to be Nexus 3.0, but I feel like they will all join the main roster at the same exact time. Do you have and a name? Adam Cole and Adam Cole. I, I, I played on it earlier. Adam Cole will be the centerpiece and leader of that faction. He, he, he will sign that mega deal that's being offered. And that's why I left him as my number one 
on my five count. You don't have a name for the faction? Nexus 3.0. We'll refer to I, I don't. I don't. I, I, I like got Joe's it. five for. I like Joe's five for fighting. So that's what we will call them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I'm going to go next. Um, I did individual people and debuts. So number five, I think Drake, Ma- Drake Maverick goes back and he returns to the 24/7 title picture. La Knight, he will lose the million dollar title at Takeover. Show up on Raw. I don't really have a specific thing, but I feel like he he's like an intercontinental. He could, you know, get mid card, probably max. Koshida, I think he will go to, should go to SmackDown and team with Nakamura. And then they'll form a faction with my number two, Zia Lee. She will take up the Oscar role. She'll win the SmackDown women's title on night one and then go on a two year undefeated streak, partner up with Koshida and Nakamura. I'm a big fan of the male female. Uh, factions, and I really they haven't seen one in a long time, and I think maybe it's time. And then number one, uh, I want to see Frankie Monet go to the main roster mm. and lead a dominant women's faction. They can take out the old old hand, you know, all the you know whether it's the Dana Brooks, the Mandy Rose, Charlotte, you know Sasha, whatever. Uh, take them out, but I feel like a women's faction that's just super dominant could also take out men as well. Like it would have to be, you know, weapons and nefarious means, but those are my five. And uh, the reason I left Adam Cole off of this list, because I want him to go to AEW. I made that very clear last week. So uh, Brian, what's your five count? My number five is actually the same as Kevin's uh, Tommaso Ciampa. And I, again, yeah, taking into consideration, he doesn't really want to do it, but how about he comes up and how about he just has a feud with Kevin Owens, two NXT legends, right? And yeah. just similar personalities could be great on the promo work. I'd like to see that. So that's my number five. My number four is MSK. I think they're a fantastic tag team. They do such great combo work and I'll, I'll just put them on SmackDown and go against the Usos for the tag belts on night one. My number three, Cameron Grimes is going to the moon. Um, he's going to offer cash to not fight his opponents. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> he's going to come out and he's going to say, I got $10,000 so you don't fight me. <laughs> we'll see if he brings Deviosity with him. Um, my number two, oh, excuse me. I went out of order. Number, my, my number two is Cameron. My number three is Raquel Gonzalez. She debuts in the Royal Rumble, and she's the runner-up after eliminating a whole bunch of women. So it clearly establishes her as a big-time player on the main roster. Cameron Grimes, number two, as we said. My number one is L.A. Knight, and I'll tell you why. We need to have a new talk show. I remember back in TNA, he had his own little interview show called Fact of Life. He's going to have one that's called L.A. Knight's. It's going to have a Hollywood Ooh. feel to it. And so, yeah. 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 Dummy, yeah. yeah. So he, yeah. he can come out and do yeah. his mic work. Think about it. Ms. TV's played out. Um, we can't do ding dong. Hello for a while with Bailey being hurt. Let's get a new show on here. Let's get somebody who has the gift of gab. That's LA night. That's my number. Ah, one. That's good. Joe, Thanks. bring us home. All right. My five count uh, of NXT call ups. You're going to basically say I'm being negative, but I'm going with the uh, turn of the tide here. These are basically great talents who are getting the carrying cross debuts. Uh, 
So here we go. Number five. It's not that bad. Dexter Loomis debuts on SmackDown, and he is at, he is a Seth's new sidekick. He doesn't have to talk, but he can okay, help like Seth that. cheat. Yeah, All right, I like that. That. Yeah, keep, good. that keeps Dexter Loomis's character <laughs> the way it is, and he's on SmackDown. I like him. Keep him away from Raw. So they're not all negative, <laughs> but I'm going based on the way Karrion Cross was debuted. Number four. Sorry, Kevin. Cameron Grimes accidentally wins the 24-7 championship on <laughs> Raw. And I'm all right with that. Hilarity ensues. Yeah. He is not going to be a big-time character on Raw. He's going to be 24-7. We just got to be entertained by it. Number three. This one hurts. Raquel Gonzalez debuts on Raw. And loses to Nia Jackson under two minutes to show her <laughs> dominance <laughs> of who the real dominant woman is. <sighs> that was my number three. Number two. On Raw, Asuka needs a new tag team partner. Her tag team partner is Dakota Kai. Their team mm. name is called Askai. <laughs> <laughs> And they win. Print, the, print those the shirts now. Print those and shirts. And they win the women's tag team championship. So Oscar wow. will be a thing. Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> and number good. one. It's good. Number one. Not because I get beat up every time they come on the screen, but <laughs> Hit Row debuts on SmackDown and goes directly against the Usos and Roman Reigns. The bloodline. Here's where this will work for them. They'll be shown as a big deal, and they don't have to win the feud. Like Kevin Owens against Cena. Cena eventually ended up winning that feud. However, when you have someone come up, they can lose as long as they're losing to the right person. So hit row on SmackDown. They go straight after the Usos first. Roman steps in, and we got ourselves about a two-month feud. That's pretty good. I purposely left Hit Row off because I assumed all three of you would go there. Um, I, I wanted to go a little different because I didn't want it to be a bunch of repeats. But I, uh, I had thought maybe Hit Row would go up against the New Day. The uh, only reason I said that would be uh, AJ was on Up, Up, Down, Down this week on Save Point. It was so good just to see what this guy is all about. Now, granted, he's the host of Hidden Treasures. Uh, but just to see a guy in his element, it was very cool. And I think... Uh, I, like I said, I left Hit Row off on purpose. I could have so, easily said Hit Row against New Day. I could have said him against Street Profits. But I think the Usos, I think they that's play a good one. better with them. Yeah, And I have think, them go right sorry. up against the top line. You know, the yeah, top the bloodline line. versus Hit Row. I like that. Maybe you I get thought, the I like Ryan's for, MSK versus Usos was, was really good. I don't yeah, know. I, like, I, I also liked Oscar. 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 That's print the shirts. Clip. We're going to print some Oscar shirts. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> to the What a Maneuver Show shop oh. we go. All Make right, that'll happen. be the hashtag Askai. Who made your five count? Let us know on social media using the hashtag TWP five count. Uh, we're just about done. Uh, Brian, you have a story you wanted to tell, and uh, you didn't want to tell us on text. So this is your chance to tell the story. Uh, whatever you have, let's hear it. 
Yeah, sure thing. Uh, so this past Sunday morning, I, I woke up, I'm scrolling through Twitter in the morning, just like I did with Gables Stevenson, right? It's just what I do. And I see that later on Sunday, coming to Michigan, smart Mark Sterling, Brian Myers, and the Deathmatch King, Matt Cardona. They were coming to a local video game shop about 15 minutes from me called the Palace of Games and Toys. So I decided to go. What? And you could bring an item to get autographed. So I quickly text Kevin. You remember this? I text Kevin Sunday morning and said, hey, Kev, can you email me the picture of me, you, and Joe wearing the broski headband (laughs) at your wedding? I said, I'll explain later. Wow. give, Give me a minute. I'm going to do it. So thank you, Kevin. I got it. And that afternoon I made my way to the store, but, um, let me, oh, shoot. I got something. I'll I'll just do a quick pause, pause Jay on the recording. All right. Cause I got something else. I forgot to get ready for, um, for this part of the story. One hey, we're we're live, pal. <laughs> <laughs> nice. oh, Joe, you're actually funny this week. I, I was going to say, right. Joe brought the funnies. So I go to the store. I go to the Palace of Games and Toys, <clears throat> and I'm waiting outside in the line. And shockingly, walking up to the other <laughs> side of the store, look who this is. <laughs> it's Dan Housen. Dan Housen. Wow. Dan Housen. Uh, guys, I literally just started laughing out loud because if you can picture, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm like right outside the entrance to the store, and he just starts walking toward me, and it, you get a, a second of going like, "Is this really him?" And it was, and he just zooms right past me, and crashes the autograph signing. And, you know, they did some filming of of him, like he handed him like a fake hardcore title that was made out of cardboard for him to autograph. And they did like their little thing. And I'm watching this. And then it was funny because when they like wrapped up, clearly it was completely unplanned because like Dan Housen got out of character and was like, was that okay, guys? Is that cool? So he really did surprise them with his appearance. I'm sure it's going to be up on on YouTube real soon because they are filming this as it turns out. So that was the first surprise. So then it gets to be my turn. I come on up. I congratulate all three of them on their success. And then I show Matt the picture. (laughs) Of the broski headbands <laughs> at the wedding from nearly 10 years ago. I also had to say that to Kev. Kev, how long have you been married now? Yeah. It'll be 10 years in December. And they go, he doesn't no. doesn't know he's so giddy right now. No way. Yeah, they were awesome, like, oh, that's dude. cool. And they, they were joking like, oh, did the, the, the bride run away as soon as she saw that? And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Laura was cool. They filmed it. Maybe it will make their vlog. Ooh. We'll have to see. So how and cool. And you did we- have... 
And you did have that wrestling podcast t-shirt on. Great job. I did. I did. I went Appreciate back and that. forth, but I said, ah, we got to do it. So yeah, they, the guys all signed it on an autograph there. So shout out to, uh, to Matt, Brian Myers and uh, smart Mark Sterling. So it was really cool. Kevin, Joe, it was like, you know, you guys were with me in spirit. That's awesome. Now, I wasn't. I as was for that. you, Jason, Uh-oh. well, I <laughs> didn't want you to feel left out. So my friend, I have something special that oh. I want to share <laughs> with you. Stand, All right. Stand by. Stand <laughs> oh, by. Boy. Stand by. What's stand that? by. This fuck is you, good. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. Love you. All right. Oh, here we go. Oh. What is this? Oh. Yeah. Rosie loves calling. Yeah. Yeah. Jason, are you watching? Jason, come here. Come on closer. I got a message for you, Jason. Come here, Jason. Jason. Hey, Jason. You're a fucking Mark. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Ooh. Where's that Vince Carter? It's over. You heard him. Uh, Brian, Mark. you have to set, send me that send me that video. I have to oh, I have to own oh my that. Send me that video via text, please. Yeah, we gotta we gotta do some stuff with that. Oh. Yeah, there it is, Jay. So hey, you were with me in spirit. Uh, Matt showed the love to all those nice things you've been saying about him for so many years. Oh my god, he gave the love right back to you, my friend. Who uh, did your wife go with you? Who, who, no, who I thought that I used that a random the guy, random the guy behind me in line. Yep. Wow. Okay. Did you get a picture with the three of them? Um. I just did the, uh, the, well, yes, actually. Yeah. I have some pictures and then the video. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Got that. Oh, yeah. Fucking Mark. <laughs> that is awesome. We'll get the details off air, but we got to wrap up this week's show. I want to thank you for listening. Thanks to the guys for hanging out. Thanks to, we are wasted for the entrance music. Thanks to dangerous Darren for the voiceover. And we will talk to you next week. And take care. Spike your hair. Woo woo woo. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. (laughs) On That Wrestling Podcast. Thanks for listening. Follow That Wrestle Pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. One, two, three. That's it. Jason, come here. Come a little closer. I got a message for you, Jason. Come here, Jason. Jason. Hey, Jason. You're a fucking mark. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)